Welcome to June. Can you believe that we are entering the beginning of the second half of this year? It's been quite a year so far, and in June, we have some interesting energies that will allow us to undo, redo, or reset some of what was upset by May's mayhem, miracles, and mastery. We do have a lot of carryover energy from May, but June's themes include resets, reversals, and resurgence. Let's take a look at the June Energy Report and the energies of June. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, Upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast, and I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. We start June with a lot of carryover energy from May. We have a number of important retrogrades, strong spiritual support. And we are at the halfway point between two powerful eclipses. That may sound like an omen of doom and gloom, but it isn't. Because in June, we can rebuild from the mayhem, mastery, and miracles of May. June's energy themes include resets, upsets, reversals, and resurgence. And if we remember that one of the main themes of 2021 is energetic sovereignty, as I talked about in my 2021 predictions, you have the foundation to understand the bigger picture of what is happening this year. June 2021 has an 11 vibration, 6, the month of June, plus 5, 2 plus 2 plus 1 equals 5, equals 11. And that's the first of the master numbers, but it's the number of the initiate, the beginner, who is just beginning to explore their spiritual powers. Now, you might say that's true for those who have not awakened yet and are just beginning the process, but what about the rest of us? What about all of us who've been working on developing our spiritual power, have been in the awakening process, and have achieved a certain level of mastery over our energy, our use of energy, and our spiritual powers? You can see June as an initiation into the next phase of using your spiritual powers, which actually may be harder than the first. How much of the 5D energy have you integrated and how far are you willing to go? How are you willing to use your spiritual power to create for yourself? One of the hallmarks of 5D is that we take care of our own needs. You may call being in 5D being selfish. And that's true only in the context of ensuring that your needs are met first and by that, I mean that you are whole, complete, and congruent in your own energy space at all times, and you maintain strong energy boundaries. So bring out the selfishness and the level two initiation of the June energy. 
Let's start from the beginning with June and its main energy events. First thing I have to mention is the May 26th lunar eclipse and the upcoming June 10th solar eclipse. Both have strong significance for us as I have been sharing. The May 26th eclipse was last repeated on May 25th, 1975. And the June 10th solar eclipse is at the same degree that was previously seen on June 10th, 2002. Now this is not a do-over as much as it is an opportunity to get a front row seat as our past choices and decisions parade in front of us to see what we did then so we can make either the same or different choices now. Energy moves in cycles and none of our life experiences are singularly unique. There is always a pattern repeating if we look for it. Now this may start with a past life issue, but if you're over the age of 18 and have been an adult for a while, and if you look beyond the challenge and look for energy patterns, cycles, similar people, experiences, and choices, you'll find them. The past is a stepping stone to the present, and it is not bad. Whoever tells you to erase the past, forget it, and ignore it, is ignoring one very important fact. Without the past, we have no present. Without the past, we have no knowledge. And without the past, we have no experience. Imagine what your life would be like if every time you got in the car, you had to learn how to drive all over again because you had erased your past learning and experience about driving. That may sound silly, but it's true. The past is our source of experience and expertise. The past is also our source of information and knowledge. So when you listen to people give you advice about the past, use your common sense and remember that without the past, the present would not be possible. June's themes are aligned with significant retroactivity. Mercury, Saturn, and Pluto are all in retrograde. Now the Mercury retrograde, as I told you, is similar to the one by sign and degree of the one we had in May 1975. Let's talk about Mercury retrograde. And as you know, you're given the Mercury retro warnings. Be careful when you sign things, leave extra room for traveling, expect delays, expect do-overs, you're gonna be forgetful. Those all apply to Mercury retrograde. But those retrogrades last for about nine weeks and we have three or four of them a year. So you can't stop everything in your life for 36 weeks a year. You just need to be careful to pay attention. Mercury retrograde is also a time when the past will come up. Maybe you'll hear from an ex-friend or an old romance partner and wonder, why are they calling me now? Well, this Mercury retrograde is particularly important for things like that because it's in Gemini. Gemini is Mercury's home sign. It also rules karma. So when we have the planet ruling karma in the sign ruling karma and it's retrograde and it's a repeat of cycle that happened in 1975, which was a time when many of us were experiencing life-changing events and some of them out of our control because we had children or we had fewer options available to us. Now we're seeing an opportunity to make different choices. And a little note here, guilt, shame, judgment, criticism, self-incrimination are not helpful or useful here. You can't undo the past. All you can do is use the experience and outcomes of the past 
to make different choices now. When I posted about this on my Facebook page a few days ago, I got hundreds of comments from people remembering how at that time in 1975, they were children, they were experiencing some kind of life-changing event, or they were adults and were going through a difficult life challenge. Now, while the same challenge may not be coming up again, maybe circumstances around it are starting to come up again for them. This is an opportunity to look at that situation from a point of empowerment, a point of control, and a point of energetic sovereignty, which is the central theme of 2021. You can't look at it and say, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Oh, if I'd only done this instead. Because the choices you made then, whether they were yours or they were forced on you, created the person you are today. And if a similar situation is coming up, then you have an opportunity this time to make a choice for yourself, to choose what suits you, what's best for you, what's in your highest and best good, and what expresses the best and most powerful use of energy for you. Saturn went retrograde on May 23rd, and I was personally glad to see this one as Saturn is making a difficult transit to my moon. Saturn's forward momentum digs the trenches of transformation, and during its retrograde, we have a chance to fill them in. It'll go direct on October 6th and doesn't get out of shadow retrograde until mid-January 2022. So we have about six months to use the power of Saturn's relentless laser clarity to use the past constructively to create our new reality. And I think this is something that we're going to see a lot of in June, where the past comes up or situations from the past or reminders from the past come up. And we have to ignore the temptation to judge ourselves, thinking, oh, I should have made a different decision. That's not even possible because the choice you made at that time was the best choice for you, or maybe it was the only choice for you. How many of you got married 20, 30 years ago, or maybe you got married in 1975, and days or weeks or months before the marriage, your mother or some well-meaning family member said, he's not for you, or she's not for you, or you shouldn't do this, or you should reconsider your choices. And you bristled at them and said, I love him, I love her, I'm doing the right thing, I know this is the best choice. And then years later, you look back at that situation and you realize they were right. So in our desire to do better, sometimes we think that we could have made a different choice in the past. But in order to have made a different choice, you would have to put yourself back in the mindset, in the energy, in the exact situation that you were in in the past. And that's just not possible because you have all the learning and the knowledge and the information and the transformation that you've experienced since that time. So June's gonna bring up a lot of the past. You just have to make sure that you don't go into self-judgment and criticism thinking that you could have made a different choice back then because, as I said, you made the best and the wisest choice for you at the time. So while all of this is going on, we have some strong spiritual support and some major foresight into a major energy of 2022, and that's the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces, which happens about once every 155 years. 
and it usually heralds big changes in spiritual awareness and spiritual understanding. The previous Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces happened in 1855, which was the start of the spiritualist movement around the world. Now, with the greater awakening and more spiritually aware mindsets now, this could be a big leap into the ascension cycle. Jupiter slipped into Pisces on May 23rd for a few weeks until sometime around in the end of July, but we're already feeling its effects. How many people are now turning to spirit for answers and becoming more energetically aware and energetically sovereign? This is the awakening of our divinity on a whole new level, a chance for us to embody true divine congruence, the synergistic partnership between human and divine. Remember 2021's theme of energetic sovereignty. Now is the time to declare yours. I also have to mention the annular solar eclipse of June 11th, which again repeats an energy cycle from June 10th, 2002. Can you believe that was 19 years ago? If you're wondering why all these energy cycles are coming up now, look at where we are in our 3D, 5D ascension integration path. We are uncovering and up-leveling 3D density on an unprecedented scale now. We're seeing a mass awakening of humanity and a corresponding attack on human sovereignty and its very existence. You know, when you try and bring light to the dark, sometimes the dark fights back, and that's what we're seeing now. Make no mistake, what's going on in the world is a full frontal attack on humanity, and our only way out of it is to declare our energetic sovereignty and use every energetic and spiritual tool we have to ensure our very survival. One of the things I have to mention for June, and I also mentioned this in May, because it ties into the energy of resets, upsets, reversals, and resurgence that are all June's themes, and that's Pluto, which has been chugging relentlessly through Capricorn since early 2008, when it made its first touchdown in that sign. If you go back to the May Energy Report, you can read about this, but I'm going to cover it a little bit differently for June as well. So the U.S. has its first Pluto return in February 2022, in fact, on February 22nd, 2022. But Pluto has been inching towards that degree for several years, and the U.S. Pluto return will last until 2024. But this is not a U.S. event. It's a global one. Everyone talks about 1776 and the American Revolution, but they ignore history because that revolution occurred all around the world. When the Declaration of Independence was signed in 1776, it was a huge upset to the monarchies that ruled the world at the time. They ruled by divine right, meaning God literally gave them the right to rule and they were beyond reproach. Do you know that a monarch basically could not be tried in court because only God could judge the monarch? That's why they were never prosecuted for crimes. According to them, there was no court that had jurisdiction over them. And they had supreme authority over everyone. There was no energetic sovereignty then, no rights of the individual. There were no civil liberties and other modern day beliefs, which at the time would have resulted in severe punishment. 
The monarch was the singular ruler and everyone else was his subject, subject to his will. When all men are created equal was announced to King George, I imagine he probably had a mild coronary. This was an unprecedented declaration of energetic sovereignty, of having equal standing with anyone, including the monarch, and of our right to self-governance outside the purview of rule by divine right. Can you believe what that at the time, which was an unprecedented declaration, would have done in society? Again, we look at this from our modern view. We've never been subject to rulers. But at the time, over 250 years ago, that was a very important statement. And it introduced an entirely new social construct. So here we are on a global level, once again, seeing our energetic sovereignty challenged by those who want to subject us to their whims and will, which are not in our best interests. This will play out strongly this year and next year with the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces, which by the way, I have to add that Jupiter and Neptune are Pisces two rulers. Jupiter is Pisces traditional ruler. Neptune is Pisces modern ruler. And we're being called to declare our energetic sovereignty now. We're also seeing the separation of the wheat from the chaff, those who are going to move forward and those who are not. Don't look back here. Everyone is energetically sovereign and everyone makes their own best and most perfect choices. And one of the things that for the past several years, my guides, especially Archangel Uriel, have been pointing me towards is the story of Sodom and Gomorrah in the Bible. Now, I'm not a big biblical scholar. I have read the Bible four or five times, but the story of Sodom and Gomorrah is particularly, I think, appropriate now because of how it plays out and what eventually happens. I won't give away the plot here, although you probably know it, but if you want to read the story, it's in Genesis 19 in the Bible. The other thing that comes to mind now is the May 26, 2021 lunar eclipse forebearer in 1975, and that was one year before the U.S. bicentennial, its 200th birthday. There was a lot of consideration about what the American Revolution meant at that time. And now, 246 years later, which is actually one Pluto revolution, it's coming up again. And we are very close within just, what, one less than one year of the first USA Pluto return. The uprising against totalitarian authority that happened in the years of Pluto and Capricorn, remember, on a global level, are now being replayed. But the fight today is happening at another level. Then it was about society. Now it's about energetic sovereignty, our divinity, our will, our spiritual authority. Will we, as the family of humanity, step up for ourselves and stand up for our authority and our energetic sovereignty? I believe that we will and that will overcome the evil intention and depravity that we're seeing in the world. If it all looks really dire now, it's because we've cleared out the lighter aspects of 3D and now we're at the bottom of the barrel. The veil has been removed from the darkest aspects and we are seeing it in its full, no holds barred, nothing covered up aspects. Does it look really ugly? Can you believe that this is happening? 
know that it's happened for eons and it's been happening for eons. We've just never seen it before. The veil has been lifted. How many times and for how long have we heard that phrase? I've said that the veil was lifted for at least 10 years, but our ability to see beyond the veil did not occur at the same time. While the veil was lifted, at least 10 years ago, our awareness did not expand at the same time because we weren't ready to integrate the information about 3D and its paradigm, the density, power, greed, corruption, control, and the darkness. Now we are because in the last 10 years, we've been moving forward along the ascension path. We've been integrating more 5D energy and light into our 3D paradigms. And now we're ready to face and to see what we could not face before. But before you think this is just about the earth and the collective energy of humanity and the elite power groups, it's also about our own veils and our own illusions. This is about how we deny the truth that's in front of us, whether that's about someone's true nature, about ourselves, our abilities, or our beliefs. That veil lifted long ago, and part of this year's energy has been focused on steering us towards the embodiment of our truth, our potential, and removing the illusions of disempowerment, denial, discouragement, and powerlessness from our own energy paradigm. We need to see and acknowledge the truth of everyone and everything, and then use that information to make new and different choices. And our reality depends on how we access and use our energetic potential. So seek out the highest energies, the biggest potentials, the most imp empowering path, and make it yours. And here's a little hint for you. If you read my book, Ascending into Miracles, The Path of Spiritual Mastery, there's a chapter and a half that are devoted to the field of potential because it's so important. But the truth is, there is nothing in your field of potential that is beyond your reach, that is impossible for you, because only things that are possible for you are part of your spiritual potential. Have you ever heard me say, gee, I'd love to go camping, or wow, I'd love to have a new motorcycle, or I'd love to live in the wilderness somewhere and go camping every weekend. Of course not, because those things don't interest me, and they are not part of my field of potential. If they were, there are something that I would be thinking about and that I would be doing because I would manifest them. So while you may think that the universe is going to push you into doing something that you don't want to do or that you don't think you're capable of, that's not true. What is in your field of potential, what is possible for you, is what can be possible for you because it's something that you can align with, integrate, master, and bring into your life and be joyful about it. It's not going to be something you hate or you can't figure out what to do with it, it will be something that is perfect for you because it is from your own unique field of potential. There are two ways to move forward here, to combat what we're facing in the world today and to move the light forward. The first is to realize that the dark is obvious when you look at it, but that's because we now have an expanded awareness to be able to see the darkness. 
It has no power over us unless we give it our power. And that's really important to remember. So let me repeat that. The darkness has no power over us unless we give it our power. And anyway, it's our natural inclination to look at the light and to go towards the light. So make sure you're doing that. The other way to combat this is to understand that our creative ability is what moves us forward in any situation. This is one of the five C's of 5D, which you heard about in my previous podcast. It's one of our 5D powers. It's our ability to use and channel energy into new and different forms. This is how you embrace your energetic sovereignty. By becoming your own creator, by using your ability to receive and channel energy into the reality that you want to live in. There are two ways to create your reality, by following the path of 3D density or by creating the path of 5D creativity. Choose the one that works best for you. June can be a powerful force for change and transformation if we don't keep knocking at the door that has closed in our face and instead create a new door of opportunity for ourselves. I know a lot of you have said to me how over the last year or so, especially in the last few months, you've lost friends, family members have stopped talking to you, some of these are your children, and you find yourself kind of alone in your life thinking, what happened? I had no idea that if I followed this path, I would end up walking it alone. I think that alone state is temporary, so don't worry about that too much. And if you have been under the veil of illusion about people and situations and events in your life, if that veil hasn't been removed yet, it's going to be removed now, both about other things outside of you and also things within you. You're going to have to call upon your creative power to create the next part of your reality. And in June, we can restructure, rebuild, renew, reboot, refresh our lives in any way we wish. We have a strong Mercury retrograde that's going to keep chugging along until towards the end of the month, and that's going to help us do that. All we have to do is to avoid the temptation of not seeing what's in front of us because we don't like the view or we wish things were different. And instead, move beyond the limiting beliefs, the grief, the sorrow, and the regret about the past, and use it to create a more joyful, joy-filled present and future. And that's the potential of June's energy, to build a more joyful and joy-filled present on the foundation of the past. So don't see the retrograde as, oh no, it's Mercury retrograde and I'm just going to have nothing but problems. See it as an opportunity to look at your choices with a magnifying glass and realize not that you made a terrible choice, but that you made the choice that you felt was the most empowering, was the best choice, and maybe it was the only choice that you could see. And now you have a more expanded awareness, a greater understanding, more information, more knowledge, and a greater sense of self-empowerment. Are you going to have the courage to make the biggest, the boldest, and the brightest choice for yourself, because that's really what it comes down to. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the presence of heart. The French word, coeur, meaning heart, 
is the root of the word courage. So when you say you have courage, it doesn't mean that you're brave, although it can be interpreted that way. It really means that you're moving forward from the heart. You're empowering your heart. Use your heart space to believe in yourself, to trust in yourself, to trust your intuition, and to give yourself the love, the approval, the acknowledgement, the validation that you so readily give others to yourself so that you can make the best use of the energies of this month. Have a great month. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together. Mm-hmm.